You're listening to Swipe East, Swipe West, where we dive into the dating differences from coast to coast. I'm your host, Ashley Davis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Swipe East, Swipe West. If you're coming back from episode one, thanks for returning. And if you're new here, welcome. Appreciate you checking us out. For any of the newbies that are joining us this week, Swipe East, Swipe West is focused on the dating differences, cultural differences, everything from hookups, relationships, just going on dates in general between the East Coast and West Coast, primarily in season one, focusing on the LA and Philadelphia areas because that's where I have most of my roots right now. So that's the quick elevator pitch synopsis of this podcast. Um, So hope you like it. But Looking back at last week, um, in episode one, we had guests Allie and Alexa, who are two friends of mine, and we focused on the differences between the men and their personalities in each coast um, or city. So ultimately, we all agreed um, that our preference at that standpoint as it stands today is um, Philly guys. And even though Philly is a bit more of a hookup culture and the guys, you know, and girls even might not show their feelings as much. They're a little bit more laid back, whereas in LA, there's a little bit more of a relationship culture um, due to some of the distance, which we're going to talk about today. So they can come off sometimes as a little bit aggressive, a little bit in your face, and comes off as a bit too much, um, at least for the three of us. So before we dive into all the content today, did just want to share that um, something you will notice is a theme is that the guests that I will have in my episodes each week are going to be my friends. And that's something I did very intentional um, just because as you're listening to this podcast, my goal is to educate as well as entertain. But I also want it to be an experience of, you know, an average Joe. So that if, you know, you as a listener came to a city in Philly or LA, wanted to move here, the experiences we're describing could be very relatable to you and something that you would go through versus, you know, me maybe having a celebrity come on the show. Not that that's off the table potentially in the future, depending on how the season goes, but definitely wanted the focus to be on, you know, just average people that living in each city and what it's like dating for them. Um, Something else too, I think you probably picked up on maybe is that we focused on men um, from a heterosexual experience for us females. Um, I mostly identify as straight, so that's why there is that focus. So throughout the season, um, it will be really focused from that lens. However, definitely would love to have an LGBTQ episode. That's something I'm working on sourcing. If anyone's interested in being a guest, definitely DM me at Swipey Swipe West. Also, I think we mentioned last week um, having men come on the show and talk about females as well. Hoping to do a men tell all <laughs> or something like that at the end. You can come at me for anything that I said if you don't agree with me, or maybe you do. I don't know. I guess we'll see. So that's just a little bit about what to expect with the format and the types of people that you'll get throughout the season. But one other thing that I did share is I will keep everyone up to date on my dating life. Again, primarily based in LA, but I know things are starting to open up and look very promising in the US with the vaccination rates. Woohoo! 
Um, so I am a bit bicoastal with my work. So I do go back to Philly. So I don't know, maybe throughout the season or beyond, you'll get some updates on both coasts. We'll see. But yeah, unfortunately, not too much to report here. Um, from a real life standpoint, I had a flirtation with my waiter. Um, at a new restaurant in downtown. That's pretty much where I'm at right now. Um, got so far as to get a phone number and then just continue to get texts about how things are complicated. But he still wanted to hang out, but it's complicated. And I just know that's just too much. If you're already practicing that, it's just not going to end well. And no, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Um, I, I, did a, I did a ghost, uh, which is also going to be another thing we talk about later this season. But that's that's what's going on there and then from a dating app perspective match with someone on bumble super liked me he looked you know intriguing like an intriguing guy based in uh pennsylvania miami la decided to send a send a message see how it goes and uh started talking mentioned you know from philly he was this guy's currently in the la area you know obviously bumble you know for people that don't know it finds based on your proximity and as we're talking, he tells me he hates Pennsylvania, doesn't like the cold. And as I, you know, was like, you know, it's not that bad, but definitely like, you know, the warm weather, et cetera. He just starts going off, hates the suburbs. Philly's called Murder Delphia. And the conversation <laughs> just ended there. I just, yeah, it's not, it's not looking too great for me right now, but um, we'll see in the next few weeks how things progress. All right, so, so that's that's my update. But um, diving into the episode this week, I'm really excited about this topic um, just because I think, you know, this was the biggest adjustment for me moving here, but it's focused on distance and drinking and, you know, size of cities and how that plays into running into people, networking and things like that, um, and how that plays into like going on dates, the desire and drive to go on dates. And any like micro communities through different areas as well. And like, do you drink on dates? Do you not drink? Ubering and different connotations that might, you know, appear in one city or another just based on how big it is um, and lack of public transportation or um, not. So this week we have my good friend Jess Mancuso with me. So thanks, Jess, for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk about this discussion topic. Of course. So Jess and I have known each other for a while. So we actually met in Philly. We used to work together and I met her for like a day, um, really, because she actually moved from Philly to L.A. for around a year um, and then moved back. Um, so she's also had experiences on both coasts. So do you want to talk about that a little bit um, at a high level, just your, you know, living in L.A. and Philly and kind of running into people and what that was like for you? Sure. Yeah. So, um, I guess I felt like, you know, just main differences, obviously, uh, the geography of everything. It's like in LA, you know, everything's really spread out. So I didn't feel like I would run into people as much, obviously, in that city than I would in a city like Philadelphia, where it's just so small, um, really easy to get around, don't need a car. So um, that was probably one of the biggest differences. And then obviously, um, the people, a bit of more of a personality difference between the two cities, but I never thought like it was a huge difference. I always personally feel like you're always going to meet people that you really like and click with, um, regardless of the city. You hear a lot like 
I'm sure you've heard this too, Ashley, like, oh, LA, like people there are so fake and snobby. And I've kind of always, I've never really fully understood that because I feel like in a city, you'll always meet people you click with or you just don't. So not sure if you kind of felt that way, Ashley, but. Yeah, so I know Allie, Alexa, and I talked about last week. I think I think it was less of a fake feeling, but we just felt that a lot of guys in LA are a lot more aggressive than Philly guys, and they definitely, if they liked you, they wanted more of a relationship than guys in Philly because of the hookup culture there. Um, but sure. I, def- I mean, to your point, like you're going to click with someone or you're not regardless, and I think the guys I have liked out here have been from the East coast or like the Midwest and more transplants. So I guess it really just depends on the personality and what you're looking for and and what, you know, you like at the end of the day. Yeah. And then kind of like, I would say like main differences for me, at least LA kind of like what you touched on. It's just guys there. They want to meet you in the most convenient way possible because of how everything is so far away. I remember specifically a time where I was this guy, Rob, who he lived in Hermosa Beach and I was living in Brentwood at the time. So he was more in the South Bay and he totally did not want to meet me anywhere near Brentwood. So he was very adamant on meeting in Venice. Um, Whereas guys in Philly, you want to hook up with someone, you live in Center City. Chances are they probably also live like in Center City, like Rittenhouse Square, or if they don't, like a quick Uber, subway ride, buses, you know, pre-COVID away. So that is probably definitely like the main difference I saw between cities. Yeah, the distance definitely plays into a factor um, because I've found, you know, there's guys I'll match with on dating apps. And as soon as they've asked me where I live, and maybe I was in Santa Monica or something, which is around 45 minutes north of where I am, and I'm swiping and I go back home to Long Beach and they'll see that I'm in Long Beach and we'll start talking. And as soon as I mention that, I'm unmatched (laughs) almost immediately because it's just too far, especially with traffic. Whereas to your point, like in Philly, it's a lot easier to get around. Um, It's not as difficult. And I think a lot of that plays into dating and just added stress being in LA. So for example, I went on a date once with a guy from Pasadena, which is also 45 minutes away. And it was this whole like affair just planning this date because there was nowhere in between for us to meet. And then he was nice enough to come to me, but then he was driving to me. So there was like all this pressure and then he had to look for parking and then like he couldn't really drink on the date. So then I couldn't really drink on the date. And then it just was like this whole like big affair. And yeah. It just was like a lot. Whereas like in Philly, you're walking to your dates or you're Ubering to your dates. And it's like you're on the same level or playing field, even if one person's traveling from Center City to Fishtown, which is like a 10 minute drive or another. So I feel like there's just a lot more stress here because of that added factor of of the distance. Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely felt similar because like you said, in LA, it's like you just have to drive everywhere. So you know, kind of like something else I remembered one time I was hooking up with this guy and sounds horrible, but he had really bad breath. And I drove all the way there. I think at that point, we probably were already smoking weed and like drinking. And I was like, well, I literally can't leave (laughs) because it's like tolerating bad breath or getting in a potential like getting a DUI, which is just like, obviously, 
the way worst case scenario, like for anyone. So I remember like that night I ended up sleeping over and it was totally not because like he was cute, but his breath like just hindered everything else. I was like, this is not going to work. And um, he had this fan that night. And I swear, like all his bad breath was just like fanning into me. It was just like a total nightmare. And like you said, it's like because of that factor where it's just like geography wise, it's Sometimes you have to make these, you have to really plan ahead and figure out what you're going to do because I, I couldn't go home. Yeah, that, that sounds horrible, <laughs> honestly. Pretty bad. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I mean, to your point, like I've turned down dates in LA because with traffic coming from rush hour or something, I'm like, I can't make it in time or I just don't want to deal with it. And then they're like telling me to park in their apartment building. And there's just like this added connotation of like, maybe I don't want to sleep over and it's kind of underlying in what they're asking me to do. And I don't want to Uber there because maybe I do want to have a drink or two. But then if I do Uber there, they're automatically assuming I'm going to be drinking and want to sleep over. And there's just like so many extra connotations with it. It's just honestly exhausting to even think about I agree. with all of that added aspect into the distance piece. Definitely. And then something else, even with the distance and, you know, being in a bigger city with a smaller city is to your point earlier in LA, like you're not really, at least the good thing is you're not running into people all the time. I mean, like I, I've definitely had some instances where if you're hanging out in a certain na neighborhood a lot, maybe you are seeing people. So if you're going out in West Hollywood all the time, like there's definitely been times where you know, I've run into guys maybe I don't necessarily want to see, but I know that's where they hang out. So I guess I'm not surprised. Yeah. But that's like a one-off. Yeah. But in Philly, part of why I left, and I mentioned this last week, was it got to a point where I would leave my house after living there for six years that I would see the same people literally every day on the street. Nine times out of 10, I did not want to run into them. <laughs> and you pretty much run into people, guys you've dated, guys you've hooked up with all the time. And you kind of start to run into the same circle, whether you know it or not. And that can definitely affect dating too. So do you like, what do you think about that? Yeah. So uh, it's funny you should mention because I was going to bring this up. I think you know this too, um, because we kind of knew each other before I had moved to LA. But I really, when I was leaving, one of the biggest reasons was because I felt like I knew everyone and I knew anything and everyone in Philadelphia and a little bit different from what you said is like, I'm Jewish. So I feel like Jewish geography, as they call it, is um, it's a real thing. And in Philly, Philly is such a small city that it's even more real than you can imagine. And personally, at the time, you know, I felt like it was just this like the, all the same people like on the dating. I'm not on the dating apps anymore. I'm, I've been with someone for a few years now, but when I was on the dating app, it was just, I, whether I was hooking up with someone and then I did join the dating apps again or not, it's like, it was just always the same people. And even if it wasn't always the same people, it was like someone knew each other from some degree. And, you know, there was, you know, people like always talking about you or something. So the big reason why I moved, it was just like time for a change. Um, wanted to meet new people. And what's, funny is that I felt like after a certain point in my stay in LA, I felt like it was actually very similar in LA, where it was just the same guys, especially like I said, I have a small circle, I only date 
Jewish men. It was just seeing guys on the dating app just wasn't any different where I felt like I meet these guys that just weren't ready for commitment. Or, you know, I met these kind of what you said, like these really annoying guys that are just aggressive in LA that want a relationship that you probably don't have any kind of like interest in. So um, yeah, it was just like, I found that with the Jewish geography dating scene, it was just literally the same, same type of situation because the pool is so small in the Jewish community that I just felt like no matter the city, like whether it was big or small, it's just, you knew someone that knew someone or, you know, it was just a very, very small pool. And it ended up for me being like just very similar, although crazy to think because you have a small city like Philly, you would think, you know, LA would be such a bigger pond. And, but I really ended up feeling the same way. That's so interesting. And I, I really appreciate that you have that perspective of like being in the Jewish community because I really, I had like around six months, like actually going out here before everything shut down. And like I said before, I, I would go out and there was really only one very memorable time where I went out and I ran into people at a bar where I did not want to see them, but it was just because I knew I was in the area that that they would mostly go out in. But it was kind of funny because it was in West Hollywood where there's like several clubs and several bars. So like the fact that they ended up at at the one that I was at was just like very shocking (laughs) to me. But um, yeah, I think that's interesting because you wouldn't picture LA as a place where you would run into the same circle. But I actually have heard from someone else um, who's in the Costa Mesa area that which is Orange County. So it's a little bit smaller than LA proper that you kind of do end up once you've been here for a while, like knowing the same people and running in the same crowd. And my dad once told me he went to UNC, like a huge university, you can make a place like as big or as small as you want. So if you have like your circle and it can become small. So that's interesting perspective for sure. I, I totally agree. So another thing I want to talk about is how dating and running into these people all the time and kind of knowing the small circle or a big circle, how that affects potentially like drinking while going on dates. So I think we talked about how the distance can come into play and like having to deal with the Ubers and the driving. But do you ever feel like um, if you pregame a little too hard and have a bad date in either city, would that like affect your chances of going on a date with someone else or how they might perceive you? Have you had any bad drinking experiences on dates? Any stories you want to share? Yeah. You're, you're nodding your head. So <laughs> I, I have um, a really um, horrible one for lack of a better word, but I guess looking back on it, back on it, hindsight 2020, I'm glad it happened, but like, because we totally weren't a match. But at the time I was like, you have those nights sometimes where you're like, what the fuck just happened? And that was like me for a few hours, like after it happened. But anyway, I was in Philly. This is a Philly story. By the way, like I've never got like super, super drunk in LA. So weird, right? But I think it had to do with like being so far from home that I was like nervous to get shit face there. But anyway, so this happened in Philly naturally. And um, I was seeing this guy for a few months, just like casually casually not so casually hooking up and didn't work out he had just gotten out of a serious relationship and I kind of took like I guess like a month or two off from like dating and then one of my friends uh messaged me and she's like you need to get back on the dating apps and you know meet someone else so I went back on I met this guy first guy in a while that I was like kind of interested in talking to and he had like a good job and he just we had mutual friends but not like too like 
our mutual friends weren't like super close friends of mine. So I was like, this is kind of perfect. So anyway, we decided to meet in Maniac, which is technically considered Philly. And um, we went to a bar there. But before the date, I decided to buy a bottle of vodka because I was so nervous. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to meet someone new. So I bought a bottle of vodka, which any of my friends, Ashley knows this, like I do not do well with vodka. Like vodka is just public enemy number one for me. So bought a bottle of vodka. Then I had a friend and she called me and she said, um, you know, do you want to get like a drink before your date? So um, we met at Mania Brewery for a few drinks. So mind you, I'm like a few shots deep. Um, I have two rounds of drinks. It must've been like two ciders and then a shot. And so then I like depart my, I leave my friend. The bar across from Mania Brewery was the bar I was meeting the guy at. We'll call him Roger. <laughs> so I meet, I meet Roger. And thing with me is when I get drunk, you don't know it until like the very end of it. Like I start acting strange, like you, you can just tell like right away. So we had like two or three rounds of beers, a few shots. Mind you, I'm like already like way deep into this from my events prior. So, you know, we're talking and then somehow or another, I don't remember because I was so drunk at this point. He's like, we decide that I'm going to go back to this place. So um, there was no kind of like inkling or indication during the date that I was like shipping. So we get to his house and then somehow or another, I go up to his room and we started making out. And at some point he started realizing like, this girl is not okay. So red, like this girl is not okay. So the first indication for him probably was that I called him the wrong name. So let's just say I called him Matt. And his name was Roger. So I called him Matt and he started like kind of chuckling, like laughing. And then he was like, kind of offered me an Uber ride, like back to my house. And I was like, no, you know, I'm fine. Like, so I guess we start making out some more. And then all of a sudden, after I called him the wrong name, I just start projectile vomiting all over his bed, like everywhere. And he is like, jumps off his bed, like the matrix was like totally shocked, I guess. And so he goes to grab his like trash, like his waistband, so I can vomit (laughs) in it on his bed. And I just start like vomiting, like for probably like at least like three minutes, probably like max five minutes. So anyway, he was like, okay, I'm going to order you an Uber, Uber home. And I was like, okay. I was like, I am so sorry, Matt, like called him the wrong name again. So called him the wrong name before I threw up in his bed, then called him the wrong name after, you know, I threw up in his bed. And um, then from that moment on, I just remember getting in the Uber. My head was out of the car window. I looked like a puppy with like the tongue out. And then um, the next day, I just texted him profusely, like, can I please buy you sheets? Like, I was just so embarrassed. He's like, no, you know, no need. And like, glad you're okay. Or I don't even think he was that friendly. He was just like, you don't need to buy new sheets. And then the cherry on the top of the story was my friend and I, Allie, we have this friend named Mac, and he is a singer, songwriter, guitar player. And we went to his performance actually in Manion. And Max's cousin is uh, my really good friend, Nathan. We're talking, he's like, let me introduce you to my family. I'm like, okay. So he introduced me to his mom, his dad. He's like, by the way, like, and here's my sister. He introduced me to his sister. He's like, oh, and here's her fiance. And it ended up being that guy, Roger who's actually his real name is Mike, like, I don't even care. But it's just like, I feel like it's something out of a movie. Like I was like, and we acted like we had no idea that we didn't know each other. 
And it was like, honestly, like looking on it, like from now, it's just like the funniest thing. Like, it just like, especially the, how it turned out full circle like that, like acting like we didn't know each other. And he just got engaged to one of my really good friend's sisters was hysterical. I feel like that's such a, a Philly thing too, that it's just, again, like in your circle of people that he ends up dating with, you know? Exactly. And that just goes back to like, what we were just talking about, like how the pool is like, especially small here. And especially with, I mean, there, he was Jewish. So, you know, that small Jewish circle that you really do find, I feel like in everything. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> I know I, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's weird too, because like in Philly, even though like those things happen and I've definitely like have run the gamut and like met people or like dated people and they've had that circle and crossover. I don't feel like it's affected me dating anyone. Like I feel like they've been pretty chill about it, but I've definitely had issues here where I've, like, I still haven't really dated here yet, um, but I've met guys and if I've turned them down, they've made a stink about it. Like one guy I turned down caused this whole scene and called me a lesbian to a bunch of people. It's horrible. Because <laughs> I told him though. Yeah, but I feel like it's such an LA guy thing to do. Like if yeah. you, you know, like do you, like do you disagree in that statement? Yeah, I feel like they're very like, would you say arrogant? I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah, arrogant? no, I agree. Like, like pompous, pompous kind and of. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like their ego gets probably really hurt if you don't like them. For sure. For sure. I definitely felt that way. Yeah, like I guess where I'm getting at is I would definitely be like your story. I agree. Like I feel like that would be less likely to happen at least like with me or you or anyone I know, like with the drinking too much here, just because of the whole like driving aspect on like a date or at least like a first date. Sure. But I would definitely, and I would also be more scared to do that with an LA guy because even though it is a big city, everyone's so connected and so worried about how they came off to people that I'd be worried it would somehow get around and I would like meet someone like a year from now and they would know who I am exactly. <laughs> because of that, which is I crazy totally to think. Agree. Yeah, which is crazy to think because you would think Philly being such a small city and everyone like knowing each other just because like, oh, I feel like a lot of people that grew up in the Philly area and in the suburbs like stay there. And that's why you're or the, even South Jersey, like they all migrate to Philly and they all kind of know each other that way, like that it would be yeah. more of a thing there. But just because they're so much more like laid back about it. I don't know. That's just my perspective. But yeah. And I feel like too, like something else funny that I forgot to mention is like, ironically, all the guys I ended up dating in uh, LA, actually in Philly too, were all University of Michigan guys. And actually, it's kind of like a known thing in LA, like U Michigan is like a huge LA school, like a lot of people from LA uh, that grew up there ends up going to Michigan, but has like a really big like LA Jewish population there. Um, but then even the guys I dated in Philly too. So like, I just have like the smallest pool of men. It was like, Philly or LA Jewish guys that like went to Michigan, like pretty spoiled little bratty. But um, so they always like if they didn't know like a previous guy I dated or at least like a friend I knew, then they knew someone that knew that person. So it's just like such a small. Okay. So Jess, uh, my final question for you before I let you go is if you had to, I know you ended up um, moving back to Philly from LA. But if you could, you know, COVID aside, pandemic aside, if you could go back and pick Philly or LA for dating, knowing everything we just talked about, what would you choose? It's a really hard question. 
I guess I would pick Philly just because even though it's a smaller pool, it's just easier. I feel like the guys are like slightly more genuine, although I do feel like it was like pretty similar. Like I said in the beginning, you meet people you love, people you don't. So you meet quality and not quality people, you know, everywhere. But I think I'd give the edge to Philly. I think it's just, it's a little less competitive too, I feel like in Philly. I feel like in LA, sometimes people are always looking for like the next best thing. And that's just like not my vibe. So yeah, I think that's a hard one because it's like a kind of a bigger pool in, in LA, although with the Jewish geography thing, not really. But um, yeah, I think I'd give the edge to Philly. So, so far in both of my episodes, everyone has said Philly, even the LA girls and <laughs> Philly girls. So. so funny. I'm like yeah. not surprised. It's like funny to me. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny to me because I feel like people shit on Philly all the time and such an underrated city. But I guess everyone so far at least needs to just go there. <laughs> and yeah. And I themselves. feel like too, like it's like the quality of guys though in LA, like it's not so much in my pool of like the Jewish, like finance men but like I feel like too it's like a lot of like serving actors and people that are always looking for like the next step up probably whether it be females mm-hmm. or males so I think that's why too it's like just really meeting a genuine person out there could be difficult depending on like the pool of people you're dealing with but if you're like have no boundaries like different from me then I feel like it could be almost harder in a way because you're meeting a lot of like I don't know you could be meeting a lot of one uppers like trying to get like the next yeah, I totally feel that. We we talked about that a little bit too last week. You know, they're always looking for something from you and what you can offer them, even with dating. So yeah. Well, thank you, Jess, for joining us. Um, so I guess thank even though each city has different things to offer, I guess um, LA just being a little bit bigger, just the added stress of the driving and the drinking is just a little bit much. Um, and Philly seems to be the way to go there. So. Thanks again for talking with us. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Yeah. I'd like to thank everyone that's helped make this podcast possible, specifically Kayla McNulty that helped create the podcast, Laura Williamson, Ray Zaragoza, The Kid Inside, Allie Bernstein, Maggie DeBerardine, and Lindsay Weiner that all helped contribute in some sort of way. You can find us on Instagram at swipeyswipewest. Send us a DM with any questions, comments, suggestions. Thank you all again for listening. Have a great rest of your week.